Hello and welcome to Unclassical. Hello everybody, welcome back, welcome back, oh, good to see you, good how to see. Have you been? <laughs> Just as we hit record, I felt like, you know when you feel like in your nose that you're going to sneeze and it's like, mm. we're really going to begin the episode with that? Yes, yes, we didn't, we ran away. <laughs> I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. And welcome back to episode four. Or five. Also, have I been saying how to kill a mockingbird? Because <laughs> earlier I was just how thinking about it and I'm like, I'm annoyed this is not more of an instruction manual. Oh, it's totally not how to kill a mockingbird. <laughs> to the point, guys, is this what I've been putting on the fucking episodes? <laughs> okay, on the notes I've written to kill a mockingbird. Anyway. Um, How is... to kill a mockingbird. <laughs> Step one, you'll need a mockingbird. <laughs> Step two. You got a hammer. <laughs> it helps to be racist for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what mockingbirds have to do with race, but uh Oh my god, have I not told you why it's called Oh, oh it wasn't started. Oh, didn't um Atticus was like, You can shoot all the jays you want. Yeah. But mockingbirds are mine and their own business. Yeah. So it's a sin to it's, kill one. It's a sin to kill a What are Jays doing that isn't minding their own business, Atticus? Then well, this is what we said last week, so guys, you probably know this better than us, or the week before I can't remember. Um that uh, they're nesting in people's gardens and well, or, seed. or I think I or humans are getting yeah. in the way. Yeah. That's what I think that's the exact point. Mm-hmm. Okay, well just everyone, fuck this episode. Go back and listen to last week's <laughs> apparently we're just gonna repeat it. Because <laughs> we forgot everything. We said <laughs> with the guy. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, well, do you remember where we were last week? <laughs> I mean, yes, definitely. But I am saying this so we can have some nice exposition for you to remind our lovely <laughs> customers, <laughs> audience, our lovely kind listeners. Yes. Um, so, yes, and definitely not me as well. Do you remember there was that weird old lady? <gasps> oh, that... Mrs. DeBose. Yeah, well done for remembering her name. Well, I did read this at school. It was, <laughs> it's it's my... not the captivating way I'm telling it, Katie, that's making it stick in your mind. <laughs> no, it was the hours and hours of like, why haven't you read chapter seven? Like, because have you read chapter six? <laughs> yeah, it's not good, man. It is boring. I hate it. Um, like, this isn't a criticism to you. You're telling it very well. But you were saying this up. Oh there were God. like 70 pages at a time. It's like, and then I threw a stick to my brother Jim, <laughs> and Jim said, you throw like a girl. And I was so mad at him, but he threw it back, and I threw it right back to him. It's <laughs> <laughs> bits like that. I wonder how quite <sighs> hilarious. Uh, but there's just so much like, and Mr. DeWhippet, he was angry on account of the rice being damp. Rice hadn't always been damp. <laughs> Back in '76, we had a great summer. Like, sorry, a Scout, are you a ten-year-old girl or are you a fucking old man? But I'm an old woman retelling the story of my childhood. <laughs> um, actually, Harper Lee, I think you'll find you were a middle-aged woman when you wrote this. So why are you so fucking, fucking old? boring and old? Anyway. Also, no offence, Harper Lee, I realise that I have no opinion in this because your book sold... Oh, it says on the front. Yeah, yeah, read that number, Katie. 11 million? Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's 11, followed by six O's. And I had that moment, I think you heard it, I was like, good bitch have sold over... Fuck. <laughs> the fuck is that? Hey, when the number's that big, they need to write it in letters. <laughs> oh, that private education. Real pain. <laughs> Anyway, so um, Jem fucked up that woman's garden after she was a dick to them and started like, being racist and, and shit. And she started it. She fucking, everyone starts shit with kids. They're fucking weird. It's so weird. Like, 
you can't scream at children. No, but everyone loves starting a fight with kids. I mean, imagine. I'm kind of like you're insane, but also imagine being in this world when you could literally just walk into the streets like, I've had a shit day. You looking at me, kid? <laughs> but can you imagine, like, telling your mate, like, later on that night, like, oh, I had such a bad day at work. Like, oh, really? What did you do? Well, I stormed out of my office, didn't say anything to my boss, even though they were rude to me and mean to me. And then I saw this kid playing with football, and I was like, hey, hey. Hey, you fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, kids. He's like, oh, me? And I was like, yeah, you and your stupid haircut. <laughs> and he was like, why are you picking fights with me, lady? And I was like, because you're, because I'm big and you're small. And I'm tough and you're dumb. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs> to be fair, you completely sold and want to live this life. <laughs> but can you imagine saying this to your friend? They're just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? They're like, well, I see, I see Mrs. DeVos's point. You need well, to go read it. To be fair, it did sound like you were being a prick. <laughs> I was walking down the road. I was walking down the road and she kicked me. Like, <laughs> to From be fair. From Scout's point of view, she's real grumpy, so I said, hey to her. Well, you did say hello. <laughs> to be to be fair, she was real grumpy. She was giving off an edit. That's the equivalent nowadays of like, she was wearing headphones, so I went up and started talking to her. Like, mm. no, no one wants to be spoken to when they have headphones. No. Go away. Leave them, leave them be. Anyway, we're fucking going to this one tonight. So, um, so Jem's going to go to Mrs. DeBose's and read. Um, Scout's got to go, well, doesn't have to go to, but she chooses to go to because I like a fucking duo. Um, so they... Hey, Scout. Scout. Are you so obsessed with jammy fancy yeah. or what? So <laughs> That's fan- my brother. Oh, you're the one that fancies him. Is it because um, your fiance, Dill, lately fancies him? He was like, yeah, I'm just keeping an eye on you. <laughs> I'm and going off pointers. Like, Where are you going? <laughs> get some pointers as well, because my fiance likes you more than he likes yeah. me. Um, so they get to uh, Mrs. Debose's, and Mrs. Debose is in bed, and um, she welcomes them by saying, so you bought your dirty sister t- uh, with you too. <laughs> just Friendly. A- that's friendly. <laughs> Jen just slams the book down on her knees. Ah! Ah! <laughs> I don't know if that came across. Okay, she just essentially screamed at Mrs. DeVos's face. <laughs> That's what you get. And then, then Jem's prescri- um, proceeded to scream back at her. Just like, <laughs> what are you going to fucking do about it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this is really like ableist, but um, she looks all gross in bed. And um, she doesn't look very well looked after. I think I said last time that she's got like a um, black She lives girl. alone, but she does live with her housemates. So she doesn't live alone. You just don't think black people are people. Yeah, yeah exactly. I see. And this is meant to be the progressive book. <laughs> yeah. With no voices of black people in it, really. Yeah. yeah. But it's about racism. Is it? Well, I suppose, yeah. But it's just about racists and the people you're and perceiving as being oh, like, nice. I actually wanted to say something, yeah. which is relevant. Um, someone, uh, I was, it's, which is relevant. I know, yeah, it's for a tangent. <laughs> um, I was talking to someone at work and they were asking me questions about my podcast. Mm. And I was saying how we're doing To Kill a Mockingbird at the moment and how it's kind of messed up that, you know, this is the book that we use to teach children about racism. Yeah. But it's written by a white person and mm. it's massively racist, uses the N-word. Mm. It's like, you know, it's really outdated yeah. it doesn't really teach anything about racism and otherwise right. other than like white saviorism is great it does kind of say um that you what's sh- the word systemic racism is a thing kind but then it doesn't the say it thing. like explicitly no this is the thing because it's actually told by the through the eyes of a child yeah but yeah like that's kind of in there mm. um 
but yeah, she was saying that her daughter's doing GCSEs at the moment. Apparently, they have to redo the syllabus every five years. And their reasoning for it, which yeah. is so fucking stupid and incorrect, is like, well, with YouTube and everything, so many study guides and everything would be published, it'd be too easy for the kids. And it's like, no, you're just stupid because you don't let kids take books into exams when they have to remember memorise quotes for. You're stupid. Yeah. But apparently, it's going to look bad on the syllabus. Oh, it's no longer. I, I didn't think it was on a lot of syllabuses anymore. Yeah. But it's more the fact it was on there for so long. It wasn't there for a very long time. Yeah. And also, I wasn't recording podcasts when it was on the syllabus. So, you know. So, you know. We're, <laughs> we're really old. And so, we did it when we were. Did you do it at school? No, but we did really weird random books. Oh, you're books. really old. <laughs> <laughs> we did really weird random books, too. Yeah. We did go with a pearl earring. Is that what it's called? Which yeah. is not a classic, as far as I'm concerned. It's really we did random. Wildflower, which is about feet binding. Oh. I mean, it was really boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did, I've told you about the A Guiding Light, which is a fat fucking book in which a um, girl is like, I want to go to university and have a laugh outside of this small town. That's sad. Oh, at the end, you know what? I think I'll just stay here and get married. And there was a sex scene in it where her boyfriend needed her breast. And then she was like, don't do that. That was strange. And he was like, oh, you don't like it, baby. As in needed dough. dough. And then made her feel weird sad because she was like, I guess I don't know what I like. No, I do. And also, no one fucking needs a breast. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And this is a group of 16-year-old girls being told to read this book. And it was like, teaching us some weird ass shit. Weird ass shit. I don't like it. I'm not here for it. Anyway. And it was really boring. It was like 10 fucking thousand pages long. And that was the entire fucking story. Uh, no, not here for it. So, Mrs. DeBose is in bed. Mm-hmm. And um, Jen's been reading her for, to her for a little bit. And they sort of start to notice that she's kind of turning her head slowly from side to side. And like, uh, right. And she keeps opening and closing her mouth really slowly. And um, sort of drawing strands of saliva in as she breathes uh, in. Yeah, they'll sort of like stretch across her mouth as she opens uh, it. And uh, they're a bit... So ableist. Yeah, so ableist. And uh, like, this is DeBose. And she doesn't respond when they say her name. And then... Concerning. Then an alarm clock goes off. And Gem and Scout are ushered out by Jessie, the assistant. And um, she's like, she needs her medicine. It's time for you to go home. And it's like, well, that was fucking traumatic. And so this goes on for a month with them going round and the alarm clock going off and her having like these weird kind of fits and then Jessie being like, home time, medicine time, go, 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 go. And it sounds like you need to set the clock a little earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not let just the kids watch the at the end. Fit. Maybe just five, ten minutes. Like... <laughs> and then I'll be gone. Yeah, I'll be fine. Um, like, next time she starts feeling, do you want me to get you? Do you remember what the deal is with Mrs. DeVos? Yeah. Oh, God, because I was so like... What the fuck is this situation? I was too when I first read it. Oh, anyway, guys, if you yeah. don't know, you'll be shocked. So Mrs. DeVos um, keeps calling Atticus a racial slur lover. Can you guys figure out what that is? Um, so Scout asks Atticus what a racial slur for a black person lover is. Oh, and I've got to read a bit from the book. It probably would have helped if I picked that up early. <laughs> Let's get to the right page. Da, 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 da. I shall sing. Okay. Um, scouts. Oh, let's get the southern drawl on. You Scout. gotta do it in a southern Scout. drawl. Scout. <laughs> Just get real lazy with lazy your mouth. Hey, man, that's not cool to say. Oh, I'm real sorry. <laughs> what was my first thing? You're gonna eat that toe. 
No, but this is a real thing. Like you do have to have like buzz sentences to get you into different accents. So as a jammer's good, um, we were taught for getting into a British Northern accent, it was somewhere over to rainbow. Somewhere over to rainbow. And then you're golden, you can get into it. If you go somewhere over to rainbow, oh. somehow or summer. Anyway, gonna I went that to drama though. school. Scout. <laughs> Sit out of this. Wait, so... Um, Atticus and Scout and Gemma having dinner and Atticus turns to the Scout. 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 You're going to eat that toad. toad. <laughs> well, Scout says, what does this no. racial slur lover thing mean? And Atticus says, Scout. Racial slur lover is just, you going to eat that toad. It's just one of those terms that don't mean anything. Yes, it fucking does. Like snot nose. It's hard to explain. Ignorant, trashy people use it when they think somebody's favoring black people over and above themselves. It's slipped into usage for some people like ourselves but when they want a common ugly term to label somebody. But it's acceptable. So like, you're putting black people above us. So you're saying that you put white people above black people. Literally. Yeah, yeah. and that's okay. And okay. that's exactly, okay. I'm glad we all understand. And um, oh, then Scout says, you ain't really a racial slur lover then, are you? Look, Scout, sweetie, I love you, but if you use that disgusting word one more time, I'm going to stuff that little toad right down your throat. <laughs> I'll eat that toad and I won't give you a bite. You will, there will be no toad for you. <laughs> I certainly am. I do my best to love everybody. I'm hard put sometimes. But yeah, you still used the word. Yeah, literally. Hard put sometimes, baby. It's never an insult to be called what somebody thinks is a bad name. Bit rude to be called a cunt, however. Um, if it fits. You cheeky cunt, you. It just shows you how that poor person is. It doesn't hurt you. Ah. Six days may break my bones, but. And also, I just feel shit like this puts, like, blame on the victim. Yeah. Because then if you're like, so and so called me a cunt and I'm really upset about it, it's like, well, he's the one that said it, it reflects bad on him. Why are you going to be upset? Well, because I was insulted. So. Also, that kind of thing, someone calls you a um, black person lover. And you're like, I don't care. You can call me that. It doesn't hurt me. And then, like, people have called it. Well, it fucking hurts me, actually. Yeah. Because you were well, saying that it's we're actually not a racist slur to me yeah. and not you. So, of course, it doesn't hurt you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, really. What the fuck is this about, you Atticus? Like, like, I don't know if you got this, but, white guy, it's not actually all about you. Literally. Oh, so, so. But it doesn't hurt Atticus, so it's okay. It's okay to use these racist, racist slurs because, uh, the thing is, Scout, I'm white. I'm white. It doesn't bother. So don't let Mrs. DeBose get you down. She has enough troubles of her own. Fucking Being a cunt. Yeah, literally. It's a very time-consuming, Katie. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if Jem just from the end of the table? She's got enough troubles of her own. What, being a cunt? It's like, <gasps> Jem, no. Well, if, like, I thought you said um, it doesn't matter what people said about them. It just reflects badly on them. So exactly. she shouldn't be offended. Should she, Attica? Also, at the same time, Scout's like, well, if it doesn't matter, then why the fuck did Uncle Jem punt me for swearing? <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> well, the thing sick. is, Uncle Jack's a bastard, and you're a girl and a child, so therefore you ain't got no rights. You ain't got nothing. Um, so yeah, it's okay for Mrs. DeBose to be spreading ignorance and hate speech, well, and, the but thing be is, treated with kindness and respect. It's well, the thing is, it's because she's spreading hate about black people, mm. so that's obviously completely fine, and acceptable. Fine. But she's a respected white woman, white woman. and therefore must be respected. Exactly, like Mrs. DeBose. Um, so fucked up.
Also, this is this whole like vibe like she's old and she's sick, you've gotta be nice to her, but it's all tiptoeing around old white people's feelings. And wasn't that like just such a massive thing with the Black Lives Matter movement? Like actually fucking call your racist relatives out like literally oh, but you don't want to upset Auntie at dinner. And like, like not to like shift away from racism, but just because it is still kind of like a similar thing and like like there is still so much hung that with the like sexism towards women about being mm. like, not all men, not all men. And it's like, look enough enough like yeah. when i read statements from like you know black people being like white people have oppressed me and hurt yeah. me do you know what i don't feel offended or yeah. targeted because i mean i hope i haven't but you but know to the best of my knowledge accurate 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 and it's got fuck all to do with me yeah like but and like you know it's like you know to the best of my knowledge yeah yeah to the best of my knowledge i have never hurt or insulted a black person based mm. on like the color of their skin mm. um so I'm not insulted by it. Yeah. The fact that you are says a lot more about you than it yeah. does about the statement, honey. Exactly. Fucking cunts. Fucking cunts. Um, like, no, all men, no, all men. So who did you rape? Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm feeling, you know, a little insecurity here. Yeah. So anyway, the month is nearly up and Gem and Scout are at Mrs. DeBose's when Atticus walks in and Mrs. DeBose asks what time it is and Atticus says, it's 5.15. And she says, the alarm is set for 5.30. I want you to know that. And um, then Scout notices that the alarm clock has been set a little bit later each day. And today, Mrs. DeBose showed no sign of having a fit. And Scout panics like, no alarm, no fit. How will we ever leave? It's <laughs> <laughs> stuck here forever. <laughs> so Atticus says he feels Jem's reading days are numbered. And Mrs. DeBose says another week should do it. Um, I'm s- oh, he's done his agreed time. He's done his agreed time. Yeah. And the reason that this is happening is just fucked. Yeah, so on the way home, Jen says that the month is over and it's not fair. And Atticus is just having none of it. And next week, they're back at Mrs. DeBose's. Sorry, just pimp your kid out. Literally, because they don't do weekends. Um, And so she stopped having the fits now and is just using the alarm clock to signal the end. And um, she's feeling better because she's just being a full-time dick. And um, yeah, she's like, um, the flowers that Jen ruined in the garden, she's like, they're growing back. Uh, Next time, you'll have to make sure you take them out by the root. (laughs) And um, he's like, I will. <laughs> and, uh, Why are you so weird? Why yeah. are they weirdly flirting? I know. Well, I'll grab your root. <laughs> Next time you gotta take it out by the root, sweetie pie. <laughs> like they've already uh, all And he's like, I will, you fucking cunt. Um, so she finally dismisses them for the final time. She's like, that'll do. And then, that'll do, Pip. That'll do, Pip. That'll do, Jim. That'll do. That'll do nicely. Then a little while later, like a few weeks or months, it's not really sure, um, Atticus gets a call and um, he's like, I'm going to Mrs. DeBose's and maybe a little while. And when he finally comes back, he's carrying a box and he's like, Mrs. DeBose has passed on. And so it's just carrying her. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> down, Atticus. <laughs> like, carrying his little dead frail on. Like, oh. uh, Put it down, dead frog. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to eat that, Mrs. DeBose? No. <laughs> well, look what I got for dinner, kid. <laughs> ah! So he was like, she was ill a long time. And uh, Jim, did you know what her fits were? And Jim's like, she was fucking gross, no? And Atticus says she was a morphine addict, but she wanted to get clean before she died. And Why? Atticus, Atticus said even if Jim had, ugh, she didn't want to die with anything having a hold over her. She Why wanted to not? die a free woman. God, She's if I was white like... and proud. If I was old and really ill and everything, I'd be like, you know what? I'll take literally all the fucking drugs literally. and die. I give a shit. Like, and yeah, presumably she's in fucking pain. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she wanted to get clean before she died. And Atticus said that even if Jem hadn't crossed her, he would have still sent him to help distract her. Like, I'm sorry, but what the fuck? 
has this got to do? Why is it Jem's job, yeah, a child, like... to nurse an old abusive drug addict through um, getting clean, through withdrawal? Yeah, it's like... Nursing anyone through withdrawal is fucking traumatising and terrible. You've sent literally your two children. You've watched her having fits. And they weren't even aware. They didn't even consent. No, like, I'm sorry, but you just pimped your kids out. What the fuck is wrong with you, Atticus? And everyone's like, Atticus is a good father. <laughs> it's like the vibe of the book. Like, no, you don't pimp your kids out to old ladies like that. No, and someone, abusive ones Someone as well. who just pops into the podcast at this point like, the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, literally. Okay, what did happen? Listen back. Um, so, uh, oh, Atticus says the box is for Jem, and Jem opens it up and sees the head of one of the regrown flowers, like the best one, which is called Snow on the Mountain, and Jem loses his shit. He's like, old hell devil, old hell devil, why can't she leave me alone? Fair so, enough. To be fair, absolute banter. <laughs> so, she just, like, sent him the head of a flower to be like, thank you? Well, I don't know. She's like, here's a flower. Fuck you, I'll cut it off myself. But I think that's why he's freaking out, because he's like, she's always having digs at him. But then Atticus hugs him, and he says he thinks it's her way of saying everything's all right. Like, no, it's banter. (laughs) No, it's banter, and it's a fuck you. And then Atticus goes, she really was a great lady. No, No, she she wasn't! (laughs) What? I'm sorry, what did she ever do that was great? Name one thing, Atticus. Yeah, literally. But literally, Atticus, Atticus, I'm not trying to be offensive or rude, but name just one, <laughs> one thing other than her death that was great about her. She got clean by uh, giving up morphine. No, she had Jem there who was being traumatised to distract her and then literally just um, her maid, Jessie, just didn't administer it. She just lay in bed and had fits. Yeah, and then eventually the fit. Jessie and Jem are the heroes here. <laughs> so um, Jem goes, a lady? Jem raised his head. His face was scarlet. After all those things she said about you, a lady, she was. Well, when she was a woman. <laughs> she, she had her own views about things. One way to refer to a racist. It, but surely this is the thing, like, we're all entitled to our own opinion. Yeah, not, not when it infringes, not if it infringes other people's human rights, you bastard. You're allowed to have your own opinion on fucking coffee. What is it? Gogglebox when one of the guys goes... Oh, we do like a bad boy, though, don't we? You're not a fucking racist, though. You're <laughs> a fucking terrorist. That's a terrorist. You're not a fucking terrorist, Steve. <laughs> there's a bad boy and then there's a terrorist. Yeah. Um, I just loved how he was not down for banter that day. <laughs> not a fucking terrorist, though. Um, anyway, uh, she was. She had her own views about things. A racism. lot different from mine, maybe. Yeah. So, Again, you can have different opinions on how you take your coffee. Yeah. Not on your basic human fucking no. rights. Son, I told you that if you hadn't lost your head, I'd have met, made you go read to her. I wanted you to see something about her. I wanted you to see what real courage is. Instead of getting the I'm eye- sorry. How was it brave to be like, I want to get clean? Also, just because in the gut, given the time period, surely it's like, I want to get clean so I can go to heaven because if I'm not, I'll yeah. go to hell. So if anything, it's cowardly, actually. Actually, actually. Instead of getting the idea that courage is a man with a gun in his hand, it's when you know you're licked before you begin, and you begin anyway, and you see it through no matter what. But she wasn't no power. It wasn't like, you know, if she did... I don't give a shit if you're on morphine or not. No, and also it's not even like, you know, she had the power. Like, also, if she you want to reach know over about... and administer it herself. Also, if, okay, one, just in this situation, if you want to know about bravery, there are so many better stories about people mm-hmm. with bravery. If you want to show, like, you know, within the narrative of a book that's meant to be anti-racist, um, a story of bravery, 
tell the story of just one person of colour because I'm sure most of them have anecdotes that are better than this bitch. Like, what about the guy whose trial is and what he's having to go through at the moment? Pretty sure he's pretty or brave. his wife having to hold down the whole home while mm. she's, like, having to look after her kids as well. It's more about that later. Yeah. But, yeah. So, literally, no, we're going to focus on an old white lady who was a massive cunt. Yeah, literally. Right. Uh, you rarely win, but sometimes you do. Mrs. DeBose won. All 98 pounds of her. According to her views, she died beholden to nothing and nobody. She was the bravest person I ever knew. Atticus, you suck. Atticus, who the fuck do you know, babe? You need to meet better people. <laughs> Scout puts her hand on his like, Atticus, what's that, Scout? You've got to get out more. <laughs> Literally. Jem picked up the candy box and threw it in the fire. He picked up the camellia, that's the flower, and he I picked went... up the local chameleon. Hey, what an animal! Leave me alone! And I went up to bed. I saw him fingering the wire petals. Ew. Atticus. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I don't know why I read that last sentence. Atticus was reading the paper. <laughs> but, um, but, and yeah. Jem was discovering her, that he was straight. <laughs> yeah. Jill ain't that much attractive right now. <laughs> oh, you can be bi. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Jim was discovering he liked being, he liked men and women. <laughs> but he hated Mrs. DeBose. Yeah, <laughs> Mrs. DeBose was a cunt. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, there's so many pictures, of, uh, pictures and stories of brave people that aren't racist. So, yeah, <sighs> Literally so, anyone, anyone else. <laughs> anybody. I mean, I'll tell a story. Like, right now there's a muffin in front of me. I'm not eating it. I feel pretty brave. Um, Jem turns 12 and becomes a summer teenager shut away with his car magazines. Yeah, sure. 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 And um, he basically tells Scout to piss off and start acting like a girl, which is his favourite catchphrase. Fuck Um, off, Jem. So she starts hanging around with Calpurnia more and um, she sees that to be a girl is actually requires quite a lot of skill. uh, Yeah. Cooking. Um, Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss, yeah. Uh, But yeah, she's like, damn, you gotta have skills to be a girl. Um, It's just so, just this fucking sexism bullshit. Be like, uh, girls don't do anything. Girls are boring. Uh, About girls. And it's like, I'm sorry, but we were talking about this earlier before we were recording. About it's like, it's so common for like women to have to like mother their partners and how that's seen as normal. Mm. And it's like, and, you know, you were saying earlier how like, you went away and, like, all the girls, like, Oh, went on a hen party. And yeah. literally, like, you turn on your back and the girls would have, like, cleaned up the kitchen, cleaned up, like, the dinner food. And just, like, it was so much, like, everyone mucking, everyone gets stuff done. Boys just, they need direction and they wouldn't have fucking done anything. You know, you would have come back. Like, the last day would have been so hectic trying to get the place clear to, in order yeah. to leave it because of rental property. And you're just like, women are fucking great, aren't they? We're all yeah. just there. All and then everyone back. just shits on the women being like, yeah. You need a big, strong man to protect you. It's like, I'm sorry, little sunshine, but, like, how fucking brave are you? You're pa- you're, you don't know how to use your own dishwasher. It reminded me of something. So we were having drinks, like, out on the terrace thing, and these, like, local guys walked by, and um, they just were, like, fucking slags. Like, brilliant. Great. Uh, I was like, good one. And then, um, Tim... Oh, sorry, I won't say names. Um, and then another person um, shouted, oh... Just because you've got a small dick, again, probably very nice thing to shout back. And then he went, and someone else like, I didn't realize it was a Tasmanian devil. I love you. Shake my hand. Put it there, brother. 
anyway, just a little uh, excerpt. But, was but this is also things sort of like, but how fucking pathetic do you have to be? To be like going along one day and be like, oh, there's a group of people there that I don't know. I'll just shout a random insult yeah, at them. Yeah, literally. Like, what a sad no, life. life you lead. What a sad life you shout What a sad <laughs> life, Jane. Now I hope you take your money and spend it on getting some lessons in manners and decorum. <laughs> this is what I was saying in the shower the next day. All the things I should have said. <laughs> Sad little life. Anyway. It's going to be my comeback to anyone who insults me. Atticus has gone away somewhere for some reason. So um, Calpurnia's um, stayed over um, and it's a Sunday, which is right up in a minute. And But she sleeps on a fold-up bed in the kitchen. I was like... Atticus's room is free. Exactly. Like, And also, so it's a massive house. Just like, just put her in a bed somewhere else. Uh, but yeah. That's so fucking rude. It's so just like, she's lesser. Like, you'd leave like... That's where you put the dog. I was about to say it's where you'd put the dog, but if I was babysitting someone's dog, I wouldn't even leave the dog in the kitchen and come in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> so but it's at different least my times room. for that. Like, I mean, it's different times. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, they would leave the, the dog there. With. But yeah. um, anyway, so yeah, fucking nice. Um, so um, Calpurnia um, decides to take. Can you just fucking imagine, like, if you're boss was like oh i'm going away for the night would you mind babysitting my kids mm. um probably no extra pay probably um yeah. and oh by the way you can't even go upstairs you have to sleep in the kitchen on a camp bed you're like um you can royally fuck yourself yeah literally like i see dog sitting and i just sleep on camp beds at some people's houses but they, their hair is the gross yeah um even so like i think that's so rude mm, like it's really rude yeah. yeah but anyway um so she decides to take the kids to her church because the churches, churches are like segregated. Um, so her church is all people of colour and there's this one woman, Lula, who's unhappy that Calpurnia has brought two white children to their church and Calpurnia tells her to back off with some uh, very internalised racist terms. Um, but it's kind of like this whole angry black woman trope and like, you mm. know, the only like black people are, that you're, are worth talking to are like friendly and nice and welcoming, which the rest of the congregation are to the children. And also it's sort of like, oh no, this black lady was unwelcoming to us. She's the baddie. Yeah. But then it's like, if they, if the story were retold and a black person had gone to their church. Oh my God, like, they'd literally chase them out. Yeah, I'd probably kill them and be like, String the, them up. the Lord's work was done today. It's like, uh. And the thing about disrespect and going both ways, so get a load of this. Mm. The church is called First Purchase because after slavery was made mm. illegal, the church was the first purchase the black community made. Mm. So they had a place to worship. Um, so they worship there on Sundays, and during the week, white men go there and gamble. And it's just no respect. Imagine so if like, a group rude. of black people were to show up at the church during the week, like, well, you ain't using it, let's do some gambling. Like, they would be executed. Yeah. Like, 100%. Like, this is a... And this thing, like, how sacred churches are considered. Yeah. Like, mm. no, this is a place of respect. Yeah. And goodness. Like, now you don't get to fucking commit one of the de- one of the ultimate sins What's here. There's literally a Bible story where Jesus loses his shit because people are gambling in there. Like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like, maybe that's the thing. They're like, sure, you can gamble in here. You're gonna get so smacked. <laughs> Dad's gonna be mighty angry when you get yeah. to heaven. Um, Maybe they had their reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing the long game. <laughs> I mean, it's the only game I suppose they can play yeah. at this point. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, sermon's a bit weird. It kind of like warns them off like gambling and stuff, but also strange women and basically says, of all the things, women are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading 
like, well, 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 well. When you look at all the murders and, and all the crimes war. and wars and, and the men. Yeah, it's probably men, isn't it? And you know, the fact that the two biggest billionaires in the world are currently not trying to save the planet, they're racing to space, and they're both men, and it's because of their manly egos and yeah. little masculine willies. Yeah. But yeah, women Willies. are the worst. Women are the fucking worst, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. They make us sure. feel emasculated. Um, they make us feel emasculated. And as you know, the only way to deal with feeling emasculated is to rape a woman, mm. to take her of her femininity. And then do you know what we do, brothers? What? We kill her. We kill her so she can't tell others. Um, it's like, and, and, and you think you're the good guy? Yeah, what? Um, so also, when the charity pot goes round at the end, the reverend turns it over and counts everything, and he says um, there's not enough, and that basically they need ten dollars to cover Tom, the guy Atticus is re representing, mm. to cover his missed wages because Helen can't leave the kids and go uh, get work. Okay. And so he's like, um, he basically says, right, send it round again. Everyone put an extra nickel in that or a quarter. That that'll be enough. And he's like, you, um, like fingering, like fingering people, you know, like pointing people in the crowd. He's like, you've got more to give. I know you do. Put more in. And um, then he's like, everybody hasn't got kids. Put more in. And it's kind of like this thing as well. It's like, at least that's useful religion. Like, yeah. you know, I, from a personal point of view and personal growth, I think like religion can be great for some people. And it really like it's yeah. their purpose. But in terms of like helping the community, at least that is like active. And I know so many churches are actually really active in helping their communities. But but then also like just to counteract it. Yeah. Um, it's also just this idea of like, we help our community. Yeah. But the second anyone is like, well, I'm not religious, but you know, I do live in the same street as you and yeah. I am really struggling. It's like, well, you can go fucking die. I know um, up north at the start of the pandemic, um, the church was like, one of the churches up there were the only places that were like bolstering up the food packages for people because they mm. weren't getting enough and they were, were like, priests were because oh, yeah, like, we're going into houses. So many churches yeah. are like, and you know, so many religious people are actually there for. They're great, they're good. They're great, they're good. <laughs> and regardless of people's um, religion. Mm. But I don't like organized religion, I think it's culty. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I have to I'm just I mean, like, mm. it is, there's this whole thing when you say cult that people think it's always a bad thing. Like, cult is just like an organized group of people doing things. Religions are cults. They're just like, cults got a lot of connotations to it. Yeah. And, I don't know exactly what the that's biblical <laughs> the um, dictionary um, definition of what a cult is, but you know it's a sort of idea of like. I mean, no offense to anyone that's religious. I realize this. If you're religious, this isn't true. Mm. But this idea of like brainwashing, and like, in, like for forcing this opinion, like this is correct and this is the yeah. only way, and. Religion does do that, you mm. know, like, yeah. I understand, you know, some more modern perspectives on religion don't necessarily uphold those beliefs, but, yeah. like, core Christian, Christian, Christianity Christian. and stuff is very much sort of like, this is the only way, and yeah. if you do have other opinions, you are wrong and you will burn in hell. And, no offence, but that's kind of culty. It is a little bit culty. I mean, religion kind of was devised to control the masses, so exactly. what do you know, there are specific rules. And Literally. Um, oh, sorry, I just, I really don't like religion, but... I'm sorry, but why do you think that your God out of all of the religions <laughs> is the real one? Like, I'm sorry, but... Why have you got it right? I, yeah, especially when there are places in the world that have different gods and they haven't even heard of, like, your gods and vice versa yeah, and everything. Yeah, but they're wrong and you're yeah. 100%... I just... Yeah. 
Really? You know what? Father Christmas is real too. Yeah, right. it's all real. It's all real. So after the sermon, um, Scout and Calpurnia are just sort of chatting, and um, she's like, "So what is Tom meant to have done? What's the deal?" And Calpurnia says, "Old Barb, Mister Ewell, accused him of raping his girl, as in his daughter." Yeah. And um, Scout doesn't know what rape is, and she's like, "Well, that's rape." And Calpurnia's like, uh, "You best ask Mister Finch about that." And um, oh, I forgot about this. So. <laughs> I'm intrigued to hear Atticus's explanation. Oh, it's amazing. It's, amazing. it's not for a little bit, but it's amazing. Um, so, Calpurnia moved to Macon from Finch Landing. She's a proper, like, family slave. Like, they're just such proper, like, slave owners. It's such fucking bullshit as well. But, like, it's the fact it's... If, if it was, mm. like, this is the story and it's fucked up, you could mm. be like, okay. But it's the fact it's written with the idea of, like, Atticus is yeah. a great man. But he does pretty much legit still have a slave. Yeah. And it's like, and the fact that people are calling him a, you know, N-word lover. Yeah. And then being like, but has a slave. It's like, do you not see the fucking problem? Yeah, literally. Like, fucking hell. That's, yeah, pretty much what I've just written in this, like, why is this book, like, meant to be morally righteous? Like, Uh, it's a load of white people fisting themselves because they think they're so enlightened. And it just pisses me off that, you know, the basic story is white saviorism, mm. and it's just—it's just like, are we not all just bored to fucking death of being like, white man came in and made everything good? Yeah. And you're like, well, what an obnoxious and sad <laughs> little life. <laughs> um, to round things off as well, uh, the kids ask ask Cal why she speaks different. Oh, sorry, Calpurnia, why she speaks differently to the black people in the church when she knows it's wrong because it's not in inverted commas grammatically correct. Um, so you know how like different groups have like different like, their own dialects. Yeah, that, like, it's just that, um, and it's so white to presume that their way of speaking is the correct way of speaking that she's wrong. And Calpurnia basically says that um, the rest of the black community would think that she was putting on fake airs and graces if she spoke white to them. Um, and it, so it's just this idea that like speaking white is more refined, like it just makes you better than other people. Like no, it fucking doesn't. It's so fucking. It's so racist and it's just so fucked up and like just so fucking arrogant. It's like, you know, we all have our things sort of been like, you know, where we're all like, it's fuck, it's a fucking bun, not a cob and shit like that. But like, it's also the actually believe like I'm better than you because I say grass, not grass. And it's also like obviously there's a kind of superiority vibe with it, Mm. but the kind of presumption that whiteness is the normality, that white is normal and everything else is other. And you're like, we're all just doing our own thing here. Normality is completely subjective to your own person. It's so fucked up. And it's still so prevalent today. Like, Mm. how long did it take to get a Disney princess of colour? Yeah. I was thinking about this, well, today, actually, which isn't really a surprise, judging by the fact I was getting ready to do this podcast today. Mm. But, you know, like, growing up, and I was thinking about, like, shows we watched, and I was thinking about, like, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe and everything. I was like, just also, like, how sad it is in, like, you know, popular culture just not to see people like you. And, you know... And how it would have been jarring to what I know. There's things like now, like his dark materials, like the BBC dramatization of that, where they do like equal casting. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I I always thought Will was black, and I remember being very disturbed seeing a drawer or some fan art of him being white, and I was like, <laughs> Hey, hey, he's black now. What he looks like. <laughs> but like, I I would have found it like you know like oh it would have been like a thing if they cast like a black person in the line the yeah. witch in the wardrobe as a kid, but which you is t- sad. But like, like it's the kind of thing like you think like oh there's a reason. Like, yeah. There's gonna be like you know a part of the story which is about racism or something. Yeah. You think there has to be reasons like no. 
He just happens to have. Is this black normal? Skin. It should be normality. And there's the whole thing that white, yeah, whiteness white is, is presented and as it's the normality. So, like, it, and this is the thing: people think we're getting better than this, this, and it's like, but we're still not. Like, yes, there is slightly more diversity, mm. but then, like, when you actually look at the, what the casting mm. um, criteria is on those things, it literally says particularly interested in. Um, Fame actors, mm, it's like just so, them all together. Like so, it is just you're you are just box ticking. Yeah, yeah, like completely. Um, and also like you see it in like so much of like you know like whenever you go to like a like if you go to a toys shop and you know you see like they'll have those I don't know like little notebooks for girls and stuff mm. uh, or and boys and they'll have like three friends on the front cover mm. and they'll all be white. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like this is, this is fucked up. Like, and it's on, just like it's still happening so much and like i mean i'm tr- looking back at like the things we i used to watch as a kid and i think in ginger was there a black character i'm not sure i think as told by ginger as told by ginger yeah. i think there was but as um, told by ginger i haven't seen it very long time i feel it was more progressive than other yeah things. than others had more adult storylines anyway anyway so they get home and they see aunt alexandra has moved in the mother of the little shit that like started the fight oh, that also off. wants to cook for his wife um which you know was that bit's all right but it had like weird logic yeah um a swing and a miss swing, swing and a miss swing and a miss um so um she says that her and atticus have decided that jean louise scout um needs some feminine influence no <laughs> like don't want it uh, so stop trying to put your gender norms on me you fuckhead yeah oh and uh, so time goes on and aunt alexandra is quite judgy and she likes saying that different families in macon have a streak or something a gambling streak a mean streak a drinking streak a funny streak and then one day atticus points out that theirs is probably pretty much the first generation in the finch family not to marry its cousin cousins and um, he says hey do you think the finches have an incestuous streak <laughs> <laughs> no Atticus, it's not funny <laughs> it's pretty much their reaction <laughs> yeah, Atticus, sorry for my magic, but is a class wind-up merchant <laughs> are we incestuous <laughs> kind of a little bit we must have an incestuous streak. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bit last time like house is spooky dad we'll just pretend boo rally's there and you'll have a great time <laughs> <laughs> like, okay atticus i see why you're a lawyer lawyer <laughs> lawyer um so yeah aunt alexandra is trying to make the children behave like the gentleman and lady that they are well, fuck off yeah not too much about and um yeah i can't obviously this book is um told by adult scout looking back and every now and then there's just this reference like now i know what they meant like when she overheard Atticus and Uncle Jack talking and she was like, I know my father intended for me to hear every word, stuff like that. Mm. But every now and then, you just have no fuck. She's like, now I know what's going on. Well, I don't because you're a fucking child. Could you explain? Yeah. Um, so It's stuff like this. Like, you know, when it's like, when you're studying stuff like this yeah. at school and it's like, and the writer wrote this so that we'd interpret the ultimate themes of racism and... <sighs> confusion like, and we'd understand we'd read from this that she meant her period was due and you're like eh, really? <laughs> i and did not like, get that and it's like i'm sorry but what writer actually would sit down and write this way it's like that sketch from family guy mm-hmm. when, when brian's writing his book and he's like not everyone will get this this is for the scholars and it's like what a fucking cunt are you <laughs> so much so atticus is like um yeah aunt alexandra wants you to showcase your gentle breeding which ends up like sounding a little bit incestuous because it's almost like um, don't associate with other people who aren't worthy of you. What? So I'll just 
sort of gem scout just back then. Yeah, pretty um, much. Like, but, uh, well, there's a reason there's a boy and a girl. <laughs> and uh, oh, they also like talk about this cousin Joshua that has had some kind of breakdown. And sorry, tried... sorry, uh, Atticus, scout here. I'm a little concerned. Uh, one minute you're telling me that uh, our family is marries our cousins and you're a bit incestuous, and then the same breath you're moving on to our cousin Joshua. Yeah, I'm, and who's going through a rough time right now. I don't want to see him. I don't. Oh no, he's all right. He's locked up. <laughs> Good. Uh, you're fucking his cousin. Uh, no, he had some kind of breakdown at uni and tried to shoot the president. Um, I think he's out now, but um, that's how you deal with people who have breakdowns back then. Um, lock them I up. Mean, uh, so, okay. So anyway, and he like cost the family like five hundred dollars or something. So anyway, Scout is um being uh pimped out to him to make up the money. <laughs> no, um she's um like concerned. This isn't like her father being so concerned with appearances. She's like, Dad's not my father. Plus, he was like a bit short with her when he was talking about it. And it kind of upsets her, and so she kind of gets worried that Atticus is like getting prepped like as if he's going to die like you have to have these things in place in case i'm not around to look after you and you have to learn to behave and um she's like he's fucking old yeah it's so old and atticus is like it's not time to worry um he's like don't forget the whole thing don't worry about it forget it forget it and he's like i must be becoming more like cousin joshua and then it says i know now what he was trying to do but atticus was only a man it takes a woman to do that kind of work well he must be bad at whatever the fuck he was trying to do because i'm completely fucking (laughs) Like, trying to prep for him not being there? Trying to be crazy? I feel like this isn't translating well because I'm just sat here, like, frowning at Marsha because I'm trying to think of, like, something witty to say, but I'm like, I have nothing. (laughs) It's just confusing. I I know what Atticus is trying to say. That your cousin had to break down? (laughs) And you should fuck him? And be gentle breeding and refined but also to be okay in life but only a woman can do that god Eh? men are so stupid (laughs) so fucking no wonder we don't fucking understand poor scout got raised by a man you know what the fuck's going on (laughs) only a woman can do that and unfortunately for me i want to head out i don't know what's going on you and me both scout um oh oh later scout remembers to ask atticus what rapers (laughs) can you imagine that bit at the dinner table how old is scout like 10 or something not even that way younger like seven six uh, yeah like atticus Mm -hmm. what's (laughs) rape? what right right (laughs) okay why do you know that word yeah um well he says quite calmly rape was the coronal knowledge of female by force and without consent what okay atticus um this is your daughter she is a little girl mm. she's seven years old i barely understood that yes what and the thing is i saw this thing i don't know how accurate this is because i don't hang out with children i just farted really loudly it probably picked up the microphone oh it smells of um those bow buns. <laughs> I just mouthed it very quiet. Did you just mouth? Yeah, it's very warm. Um, <laughs> Did you shit? Of course. Questionable. Um, uh, what was I saying? What was oh, I yeah. saying? What was I saying? Oh, yeah. I've seen this thing before, but I just can't imagine reality at working. So, say you've got a five year old mm. and they ask what rape is, and you say, and the parent says, I'm going to give you um, an explanation that's appropriate to your age and when you're older. I'll tell you more. And I've seen it, like, I swear it's like a family on TikTok. And sometimes, because she's got like a 12-year-old as well, she's like, I'll give you the explanation that's appropriate to your age and you're going to have to leave the room because I'm going to have to give another explanation that's appropriate for your sister. 
And I just can't imagine like a kid settling for that. Oh my God, no. You'd be yeah. like, no! Especially like, I give them eight of one that's appropriate for your sister's age. Yeah. Like how many times yeah. was it like, you know, like, oh, your older sibling can watch this film because they're 12 when it's mm. a 12, but you can't because you're seven. Like mm. how many, you, you know, I, I have older siblings. Yeah. I know the tantrum <laughs> and the injustice <laughs> feeling. I feel it boiling up right yeah, now. Like, I want to watch Titanic. <laughs> The oh my god, no, you'd never sell that. You'd be like, Look, mum, you either tell me the full definition or I'm going to scream the entire restaurant yeah. down. <laughs> Let's go. So it's really your choice, mother. What would you say? I think I'd say something like it's a terrible thing when a person forces another person to do something they don't want to do, but. I can also fully imagine that the next day at school, someone would be like, give me your pencil. You're raping me. So. I think I would try and be like, it's about your, and I, you know, I think it's important for children to understand the words penis and vagina. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. so it involves your, it is forced, um, it's something forcing some someone to do, it's forcing someone to do something they don't want to do, which involves their genitalia. Um, and it's a disgusting act. And if anyone ever asks to see your genitalia, um, you that's, fucking tell me. <laughs> that's taught a standard in school now. Good. Um, I remember my oh, friend's kids, yeah. No, to get educated on that. but there is still so mm. much that's so backward about mm. rape culture in schools. Oh, yeah, Have yeah. you seen the list? No. The list. The list. The list. No. So there's this site, and I think it's called, oh, what's it called? It's something like every, everyone's invited, I think. Yeah. And... It's like a safe space that people can go and like tell their their rape stories and their experiences with sexual assault, and like you know not feel judged and like yeah. have a bit of like a community I think, and so no names or anything, but the site released every single school that they've ever had complaint to do with. Oh okay, like it's all um, anonymous. Lol joke, it's these no, no, guys. No. But they released every school yeah. they'd had like complaints from. Yeah. And every school you've ever heard of in the like just yeah. in the UK, so I don't obviously the good other points as well, but you know this was mm. just in the UK. And it is like 3000 names or like schools mm. and like every school you went to, every primary school you know oh. is on there. Fuck's sake. And then you look at these schools and they're like, we have a very strict policy and we really look into these things and it doesn't happen in our school. And it's like, because course, no, it fucking does. Doesn't. You cover it up. Yeah, and you don't support victims. Like, it's yeah. disgusting. And like, you know, if anyone's images are leaked because mm. boys suck. No, I know it happens to boys too, but boys suck. Mm. Like, it's completely blamed on the victim. Yeah. Like, oh, is she the slut? And even the fucking teachers are like, well, it's very stupid to do that kind of thing. Yeah, fucking it's assholes. fucking fucked up. Mm. Schools, you gotta do better. I think, um... Ofsted, when they saw the list, they I think they're rewriting their um, syllabus. Yeah. Um, so that they, when they like go around and inspect schools, they now have to be like, we need to see your sexual assault and rape policies and how mm. you're enforcing and how you're protecting you these young people. Because yeah. clearly you're not be doing a very good job. I think, not obviously make it public, but if someone like makes a complaint, it does have to be like you know, elevated to some kind of platform so they have, like, you know, some kind of pressure to do something about it. Mm. Whereas if they're allowed, allowed to deal with the whole thing internally, and, you know, when I say that, I don't mean the victim, like, you know, should be, like, you know, put off on, like, some board, like, so-and-so yeah. complained they were assaulted the other day. Like, let's see what we did this week to <laughs> sort it. this is the thing, like, where it's just so, such issues. Because on the one hand, you know, you've got so many people being like, oh, if anything bad happens to you, make sure you tell someone, make sure yeah. you tell a story. And it's like, 
Well, no, not always, because it's actually really fucking traumatic to have to do that. Yeah. And, you know, there's many, 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 many cases mm. where someone does tell their friend mm. or their partner or whatever, and they turn on them and be like, oh, you should have been drinking, yeah. where the victim blaming comes in. Or if they do mm. go to the police and the police victim blame, yeah. they force them to cover it up. And then it's like, oh, I had a traumatic event happen to me because someone raped me. Oh, no, I've got to fuck no more. Yeah, fuck. Like, so yeah, then people then turn around that. and be like, so why didn't you tell anyone? It's like, um, I, ha- I have a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> for you, actually. <laughs> well, I didn't tell anyone. Thanks very much. Literally. Ugh. So, And again, like this idea of like, oh, why didn't you tell sort of like, it is not the victim's responsibility. Mm. They are dealing with enough. Yeah. It is everyone else's responsibility. Like, this is where the thing comes down to like, oh, no, man, I would never rape a woman. It's like, okay, m- maybe, like this, you missed the point. Yeah. But maybe you wouldn't. But did you laugh at, cre- but do you, do you, does your mate Creepy John like touch mm. girls up at parties? Oh, but he only does it when he's drunk and do you all laugh <laughs> it off? Is that okay, mm. behavior? Mm. No, you call him out and if he does it again, you fucking punch him in the cock. Punch him in the fucking cock. Yeah. Get rid of them. This is the thing, it's sort of like, mm. the, and like, it's the fact, it's like, no, you're right, not every man, but every single woman. Yeah. So clearly you are doing something wrong. And you were witnessing it, not fucking said anything. Mm, literally. Oh, anyway, so anyway um, that's um, the explanation of rape. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this is my, what's your explanation of rape? Rape 20 minutes later, scout just sell it. <laughs> Like, you better cry, Scout. That's why I gave you a lot of trauma, too. Anyway. <laughs> they turned to, like, uh, Alexandra, what's your explanation as a woman? Scout started crying, trying to say, like, sorry, Scout. It's going to be tough for you. <laughs> it's going to be a hard, like, <laughs> just looks hardly at Jem, like, you better do better. Do better, Jem. So, um, Scout remembers that when she went to visit the um, church with Calpurnia, um, Calpurnia invited her to come to her house one day and she mentions it to Atticus and Aunt Alexandra interrupts and goes, absolutely not. And um, Scout says, I wasn't asking you, which is kind of an accurate point. Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't. And Atticus loses his shit and he's like, uh, in this house you do what I say, you do what Calpurnia says and you do what your aunt says. And I was like, that's just blind obedience. No. That's just blind obedience. And also the point of first is just like, I didn't not do what she says. I said, I'm not talking to you. Yeah, I'm talking to my dad. Yeah. And also like, you'll probably let me do it. So um, anyway, Scout stops off, but um, returns to do some door listing, as she likes to do. Mm. And um, here's... I like to imagine like her door listings really up. Like I'm leaving. <laughs> um, so she says um, she hears Atticus and Alexandra talking. Ooh, I should have got to the rap page. When will I learn, guys? When will when I... will she learn? When will I learn? Um, so this is Aunt Alexandra talking. You've got to do something about her. Auntie was saying. You've let things go on too long, Atticus, too long. I don't see any harm in letting her go out there. Khaled look after her. Uh, there as well as she does here. Who was the her they were talking about? My heart sank. Me. I felt the starched walls of a pink cotton penitentiary closing in on me. And eh? for the second time in my life, I thought of running away immediately. Sorry, uh, what? Pink cotton penitentiary, so like a pink cotton dress, like all the rules of things that she'll have to do in life. But wait. So yeah, this is later, the aunt talking. And don't try and get around it. You've got to face it sooner or later, and it might as well be tonight. We don't need her now. Atticus' voices was, a voice was even. Alexandra, Calpurnia's not leaving this house until she wants to. You may think otherwise, but I couldn't have got along without her all these years. She's a faithful member of this family, and you're simply... Who isn't ha- entitled to a fucking bedroom when she stays over. Exactly. And you'll simply have to accept things the way they are. Besides, sister, I don't want you working your head off for us. You've no reason to do that. We still need Cal as much as we ever did. 
So there's kind of the thing, like, obviously, Arna Alexandra is like, get the fuck rid of her. And without that, it's probably going to be quite hard for Cal to get another position. So mm -hmm. there is a slight bit of loyalty on Atticus's side being like, no. But it's not even like, look, Cal has literally given her life to serve this family. The least I guarantee her is like a safe refuge um, and a paycheck. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, no, we need her. We need her for like um, the labor she's going to. Why would you work when we've got Cal? Make her work. Yeah. It's... Um, Swing and a miss. Swing and a also, miss. Also, like, it's frustrating because on the one hand, you're like, well, yes, obviously, Calpurnia, in inverted commas, obviously, mm. that's different, um, does want to stay there because, well, without it, yeah, like you said, she won't get another job, mm. she'll starve, mm. and, she's you know, kids. she's got kids, which she's not hard to fucking see most of the time because she has to be fucking there looking after yeah. his bloody kids. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, and also probably gives her a better standing in society because she works for white people. But, yeah. Um, but also, it's like, it's just this idea of being like, she should, it's like this idea of like, she's grateful for this job. And it's like, yeah. I'm sure she'd much fucking rather be at home with her children yeah. and not have to serve your white ass all the fucking day long. Yeah, exactly. For fucking, probably, I know minimum wage wasn't really a thing, but then, but you know, much less than minimum wage, I'd imagine. Literally, and also be able to choose a job that she's actually passionate about yeah. or live on family money like Aunt Alexandra. Yeah, or like, like, and you know, be with her own children yeah. rather than when you're snot and those white brats. And then, um, so obviously Scout's listening at the door and she thinks like they were talking about her. I, bree I breathed again. It wasn't me. It was only Calpurnia. Oh, you're such a cunt, Scout. They were talking about. Literally, like, I don't give a shit. They might get rid of, like, the woman that literally raised me. Thank fuck. I thought they were going to put me in a cotton dress. Like, wow. <laughs> Fucking wow, it, Scout. I mean, on the one hand, you can imagine being like, they're going to get rid of me? <laughs> oh, it's not me. Okay. Oh, Calpurnia. Yeah, but literally, oh, thank like, I can imagine the second of relief being like, yeah. shit, are they getting rid of me? Oh no, it's not me. But still, still. Cal, are you okay? No! Don't get rid of Cal. You can, have, you can have a moment's relief. Yeah, but no, fucking no loyalty to Cal. Yeah, bitch. Shit. Um, Calpurnia's listening in the door. You bitch. <laughs> oh wait, I was going to stop then, but then this bit's just amazing, so um, I'm, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to stop in a minute. Mm. Uh, so next, Jem and Scout have a fight because um, Jem says if she antagonizes Auntie, he'll spank her. And Scout's uh, having, like, none of this. So, look, I remember what Attica said about the incest thing. Don't be coming over here and spanking me. <laughs> I am not down. Um, she calls him a morphodite, which I had to look up. Do you know what morphodite no. is? No. Yeah, um, it's transphobic. Um, originally, it meant hermaphrodite, and then it kind of meant a gay person who resembles the opposite sex. So kind of, I guess, transphobic, but does you have to be trans just to resemble the opposite sex? So, anyway. So she's basically saying... You're, you're, you're so hang on wait Scout oh. said it to Jen she was like you morphodat so she thinks so she's saying that he looks like a girl and is gay yeah well I mean he does love um, Dill this is like he can have long hair if he or big look girly if, if he, he wants, wants to and he so can like, love Dill as long as it's you know just a bit of transphobia there. Um, so, I mean, you know, maybe maybe J.K. Rowling likes this book. Maybe, maybe. Um, so, but then they start just kicking the shit out of each other, <laughs> and Scout grabs him by the hair and punches him in the face. Gummy, <laughs> are you? <laughs> and he punches her in the stomach, and she's kind of buzzing. <laughs> there I mean, is a quite sizable age gap. Seven years old, she just like, and he's like, what, 12? Grabs him by that, you're getting on my level, and my fist is in your face. And then she says something, I might be wrong, but he was sitting on the bed or something. She's like, so I managed to grab his hair and punch him in the face. <laughs> like, I mean, I think you can get, to be fair, children are surprisingly strong. Um, <laughs> But like, I mean, I, I've never been punched in the face. Wait, wait for it. So she's kind of 
embarrassing because um, before he was trying to obviously assert dominance and now they're scrapping as equals and she screams, ain't so high and mighty now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> like sails in the camera. Oh, yeah. Ain't so high and mighty now, are you? <laughs> Just, Alan Alexander comes running, like, what's going on? Because I'm like, no, no, wait, wait. She's giving us some great lines. <laughs> I can just like um, you know like when they're in like a wrestling match and like they ping off the side and like come flying down with their elbow to like get them. I just imagine I'd be like, yeah, literally. I mean, if this was just a book and you got rid of the racism, the transphobia, the blatant gay erasure with Dill and Jen, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it would be a hilarious book about only precocious southern children. Some great (laughs) one-liners. Anyway, Attica separates them and... Uh, I like how he was like, just wait, okay, that was the best line ever. Okay, better <laughs> step in before she kills him. Hilarious. Um, they actually part on pretty good terms. They've uh, managed to punch it all out. Um, and they both get sent to... a terrible bed. message. Punch it out. No! <laughs> That's literally Attica's before. Like, That's exactly what she needed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, D- uh, um, like, sorry. Uh, Scout at this point. Like, so it's okay for Uncle... Jack. Jack to fully deck me an adult <laughs> decking me a child but it's not okay for me half the size of my brother to deck him so are you just teaching that it is okay for men to hit women is that your lesson <laughs> is that what you're great, doing right brilliant, now great. is that what you're doing so um yeah uh, also um, Scout, uh, Attica says they can both go to bed and Scout goes ta because she's pissing that um, Jem has to go to bed at the same time as her she's like ah, got it <laughs> <laughs> it's my bedtime anyway again <laughs> I was already tired <laughs> he's supposed to be like oh shit and so they both say good night. They're actually like, nah, it's good. Nah, Jim. And then um, Scout goes into her room and steps on something warm and firm by her bed. A penis? <laughs> and she turns the light on and it's gone. Oh, and so she's a, a shy penis? <laughs> <laughs> and so she goes into Jem's room and she goes, why does it feel like to step on a snake? <laughs> and Because um, uh, I think there's one under my bed. And that's Gross. when Jem comes in and starts swiping under her bed with a broom. And we're going to stop there. Oh. I don't remember this bit. Ooh. Well, I'm going to highlight so I know where to start again next week. Right, yeah. guys. Thanks so much for tuning yeah, in. Yeah, tell. Oh, that was nice. And we got a message about um, next week. So next week, um, Kitty's fucking off camping. Fucking selfish. I know, right? Um, wish me wish me luck. So, um, yeah, I do wish I luck. I don't <laughs> want it to rain. Um, so, basically... For our normal public episode, it will still be on time. But for um, Patreon, instead of being Thursday morning, it's going to be up Thursday evening. So that is what's happening next week. But there is an episode next week. So, it's coming. So we'll don't find panic out. on Thursday morning if it's not there. It's coming. We're just recording it. <laughs> yeah, we're recording Thursday, uploading the same day. Uh, so yeah, thanks, guys. We will find out about the shy penis next week. Thanks for listening. If you've liked what you've heard, track us down on Instagram. Yeah. We're over there. Just type in on Classical. We'll, we'll pop up. Pop open to Patreon. Open. Pop over to Patreon. There's some pretty cool stuff over there. Yeah. And we're poor. And you'll <laughs> get the episode. Poor. Help me, I'm poor. And you'll get the episode Thursday evening. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.